Hey guys, this is Fiorella Nira. Welcome to the Planner and Training Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Fiorella Nira. I am super excited because we are getting really close to the wedding MBA and I'm very excited to see all of you who are attending. If you're attending, please connect with me via Instagram at, at Fiorella Nira or at Planner and Training. And if you haven't bought your ticket yet, you can buy your ticket at a discount with the code NEG2019. That's N as in Nancy, E as an elephant, G as in go. 2019. See you all soon. Hey, everybody. It's Fiorella. Super excited to be here today. I am doing a solo show and I promise it is quick because it is a bonus episode. I am here. It's Monday. So happy Monday to all the planners, all the wedding pros out there. But I am here by myself because I am talking to you guys about timelines. One of the biggest and one of the most messages we get on Instagram is about timelines. So you guys wanted to know some tips, some quick information about how to make them faster, how to make them efficient, and most of all, how to make them accurate. So here we go with five fast tips. And then before we get started, I want to tell you that this is a sponsored episode. So at the end, you're going to get a chance to jump on a webinar with Eddie Babbage from Timeline Genius, who I use without a doubt every single time we create timelines for both events and weddings. So let's get started with the episode. Let's jump right in. I hope you enjoyed the bonus episode and the quick tips that I have for you. First thing I want to say is that feel free to let me know what you guys currently use to make timelines. But about three years ago, I used to make my timelines in Microsoft Word and also Excel. Um, it used to take me a very, very long time to create them. And then it was super inconvenient to edit them because I had to move things around. I had to copy and paste. Even in Excel, it doesn't always work when you're working with formulas. It doesn't really work the way that it it automatically changes or automatically changes the order if you change the time. So one of the things that I did is when I went to the wedding MBA three seasons ago, I went to the expo floor and I ran into Timeline Genius, who is the, the company that I've been doing my timelines for three years now. Um, I was a little skeptical at first, but after a planner and training meetup that we held that night, um, all the girls, all the planners there had told me that they either have heard of it or they already used it and they recommended it. So since you guys have been asking about timelines and quick tips to make them better or more efficient, I thought since I'm using this product already, let's reach out to Eddie and Eddie reach out to me. And that is what we're doing today. So we're doing a bonus episode. And then, like I said before, at the end of the episode, there is a free webinar with Eddie. So you can see how the Timeline Genius actually works. And the first tip I have to tell you is that the timeline should always be shown to your clients. 
show it to them from the initial draft to what time is the ideal time to get married, to have cocktail hour, and to eat. And then show it to them once it's almost complete, anytime that there's an edit. And this really helps them visualize the day. This also helps them know if there's a change that they're, if there's a change that they're not going to be okay with, or if there is something from the get-go that they're not going to like. That way you're not making changes to the timeline way closer to the wedding day, which makes it harder to change those times with other vendors. So it's very important to walk your clients through a timeline so they understand why you're making certain decisions and what affects any changes and who those changes affects. Um, this also applies to getting ready. So you probably don't want your client getting ready super early so they're not completely exhausted by the time the party is coming to an end. Um, you want them to enjoy everything. So this is why it's very important to show them the timeline, what the day actually looks like, what the flow is, and even some notes. Um, I do say some caution, don't show them everything, everything, because they can get overwhelmed. But it's, a ve it's very important for them to have an idea of how the day is actually going to flow. So what we do is we always share the timeline with the clients. Um, with Timeline Genius, there's actually a link that we use. And then they always have access to it. They can always go back and refer to it for invitations, for um, information for their family. So they know what the photographer is going to do first and last. But they never refer to this during wedding day or even sometimes during the week of the wedding. This is what they refer to while they're having calls with their vendors prior to or when they're trying to decide certain um, things that they may be discussing with their family. They can always refer to it and see the actual timeline with the latest changes and they don't have to reach out to us every single time. Letting our clients see the timeline and walking them through the timeline has been very important to avoid large, um, large changes or just large problems overall. So I, that's one of the first steps that I would say you have to walk your client through the timeline so they are really, they really understand what the day is going to look like. And it's not just something that's kept secret from everybody. Tip two kind of goes with one. Um, we have a timeline and we know it's set, but you have to be flexible. Different vendors are going to need different amount of time to do certain things. Um, things can happen on the wedding day. So you have to have some flexibility within your timeline. Make sure that if you need half an hour for photos that perhaps you do 45 minutes and if they run, if they do only use the 30 minutes, you use the additional 15 minutes for the clients to just take it all in and have a time for themselves. But it's very important for you to keep your timeline as a way to dot all your I's and cross all your T's, but nothing ever happens exactly to the timeline. So you have to remain flexible when it comes to the wedding day and even the wedding week. Timelines change a lot. So it's very important for you to have um, a system that you can change the timeline very quickly and you don't have to resend any information to vendors. So what we do is if we change the timeline, everybody has the same link. They can see the latest changes right away and I don't have to send a brand new PDF or a brand new email. Um, all of our vendors know that they will see the latest timeline the late, with the latest changes up to the day on Friday before the wedding or the day before the wedding if you're having a Sunday or weekday or even a Friday wedding.
My third tip would be that even though you are the planner, even though you are the maker of the timeline, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to get the feedback from other vendors. Um, though we know how we want our event to go, there's a reason why other vendors have that specialty. They have, you know, the caterer knows how much time it's going to take them to serve a certain amount of people. The DJ is going to know how much time he's going to need to, for setup and teardown. The photographer is going to know how long they actually take to take portraits of a family of 10. So it's important for you to show that timeline early enough to the other vendors and welcome the feedback. Because if they can't complete what they've been hired to do based on your timeline, it does kind of fall on your, on your own faults. So it's important for them to give you feedback and confirm everything that they are seeing on that timeline. So what we typically do is we will get on a call with all of our vendors um, individually and sometimes all together and get feedback whether they say, you know, it's going to take me a little bit less for portraits, but a little bit more for the bride and groom. So then we'll change that time accordingly. So they feel comfortable completing what they've been hired to do. The client is happy, the vendors are happy, and then we have a relationship to move forward for other events. So sometimes when we work with certain photographers, caterers, or DJs a lot um, more often than others, we already know what the process is. We know that we're going to get on a call. We know that they know that they're going to get a link from me and that they can always refer to that link for any changes. The cool thing, too, is that all of our vendors have a link to leave us notes. So we all know that those vendors are going to have a final call with our clients most of the time. And so if they discuss something that perhaps is not worth us being on a call about, they can leave us a note on our timeline saying, hey, talk to the client about this. We can, this time works just fine, or we can change it 15 minutes later. Is that possible? Of course, we have um, certain things that can't be changed, like ceremony time, um, dinner time, and all of those um solid times where we cannot change those after a certain time in the planning process. But it is important for us to know, for example, if the photographer is going to come a little bit earlier to do details, we want to know that so we have those details prepared. And then all they do is leave us a note on our timeline, we discuss it, and then it's changed and everybody can see that change. So that has been life changing for us, just because it keeps things going without having to wait for a brand new PDF timeline to arrive in our inbox. The other timeline tip that I have for you is that you have to have every single contact who is working, delivering, or perhaps not even working on the wedding day. What we do is even if it's Aunt Sue delivering the cake topper, we need to have Aunt Sue's contact know exactly what she's doing and know exactly when she is arriving and who is taking that topper home. So whether it's a professional or not, or a family friend, we want that contact because if something happens, the last thing I want to do is call the couple on their wedding day to see who is doing that and what their phone number is. So our rule is family or not, we will give them a call confirm that delivery and at least have a conversation with them. My fifth tip here is that over communication is key. This is not exactly to go on the timeline, but it is a conversation that needs to be had. For example, this weekend we were at a wedding where um, 
It took place at a bed and breakfast um, with a one-way driveway, and the driveway closed an hour and a half prior to ceremony. So guess who we're driving in? We're not going to be running into oncoming traffic. So along with that, there were other rules and other really important pieces that every single vendor needed to know, and some that not every single vendor needed to know. But for me, it is more important for the vendors to be over-educated on a property, especially since a lot of us had not been there before, than going in into a surprise, showing up late, or perhaps showing up an hour before the ceremony and finding out the, the driveway was closed. So every time there is a new venue that we're going into, or there is a venue that we work with quite a bit, and we have not worked with that vendor in the past, we give them a call and give them some tips from our side because the venue is going to have some tips for them, but also we're going to have certain tips that perhaps the venue does not communicate. There's certain venues that we use where the load and ramp is the same entrance as the guests. So we have to call every vendor that has not been there prior and we let them know, just so you know, your truck your unloading, your setup needs to be done before guests arrive because it is the same entrance as guests and we don't want that to be the first site that they see for the wedding. And just like that, every other communication that you can provide, every little piece is helpful for them to do their job the best they can on the wedding day and avoid any surprises that can cause delay on their part. So the timeline is not only to communicate information, but also give tips and also help our fellow professionals get things done without any issues in the future. My last tip, and I know I said five, but I do have a bonus tip. Um, the timeline has to be easy to read. Sometimes we get caught up with putting so much detail in there that our vendors will not read your whole timeline if you have so many details that they're actually not important. So it is important for the timeline to be legible and to get to the point. Um, when it comes to large productions, I can see where we would want to know when the floor is going in, when carpeting is going in, when lighting is going in. But other than that, I would keep away from saying at 101, bridesmaid one is going to walk down. At 102, bridesmaid two is going to walk down. You don't have to get down to that detail because that can deter some vendors from reading your whole timeline. It is important to provide the most important information in bold letters, and that is what we do. Um, and it is important to keep your timeline clean, easy to read, with clear titles, with clear contacts, and in a way that is also professional. So you want to make sure that you have your branding on the timeline. We want to know who that timeline is coming from. Um, and other than that, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen timelines that I don't even understand what is happening. Um, a questionnaire is not a timeline. So keep in mind that if you have, if you're using a questionnaire, that is not a good enough timeline to share with other vendors. A questionnaire is great to get information from your client, but then you have to create an actual timeline that is in order with the correct context, with the correct notes for you to distribute to other vendors. I hope that you've got a lot of value from this quick solo show. Um, it's so weird to call it a show, this solo episode. Like I said, 
my friend Eddie is going to be talking about Timeline Genius, which I have used and I still use to this day. Um, it is one of the biggest compliments that we get from other pros that our timelines are easy to read and that they appreciate how they can see the entire day without having unnecessary emails filling their inbox. And also that they can see it really easy, that they can comment on it, and that it's just the best timelines that they have ever received. And that's actually something that came from the photographer from this weekend's wedding. So take a look at the episode show notes and find the link to register for a free masterclass on how to create your wedding timelines in half the time and so much more efficient. Since I've had, um, I've grown my team and I now have event managers, this has been a really big piece of duplicating myself and growing my business because I can save timeline templates on there. All of the, the whole team can see every single timeline. So in case anything ever happens or when we have the need to add another event manager to a certain event, we can all see what is going on in the company. Plus, Eddie is going to show us exactly how Timeline Genius works. Guys, it's a free masterclass on Tuesday, August 27th at noon central. You can register on the link on the show notes, and I hope to see you there. You are not going to want to miss this one.